Here we go. Chris Smith is live right now. Look at that. 12 people already. They've been hanging out for this apparently. 13 right now. That's awesome. I'll just double check the sound. Yeah, that's working as well. Awesome, Jade. Well, there you go. Is this the first LinkedIn live for you? Yeah, it is. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, I mean, we, we talked like a bit before we started recording and I wanted to talk about it again for you. The most obvious question is, is why LinkedIn? Because barely any influencers use LinkedIn whatsoever. And you're also 18 and there's barely any 18 year olds on LinkedIn. So, yeah. So LinkedIn, uh, my stepdad, he, he told me um, that I should hop on LinkedIn um, because it's not really like a thing that kids think about. Like I didn't even know what LinkedIn was before uh, my dad, like my stepdad came and told me. Mm. Um, he said there's going to be a great way for me to um, really get myself out there because I want to start working with more brands um, and I really want to like make my mark and be well known with more than just TikTok and all that so my stepdad he told me about it and then I was like you know what I'll give it a go and yeah it's it's really been helping me um I'm, I'm making my way up um and I also want to because LinkedIn would be a great way for me to also help inspire others and mm. to, uh, also teach people and influence others um and help brands come onto TikTok as well so, yeah. yeah and I guess the the best thing I see from you on there is teaching people how to do the certain things you do because I noticed that, you know, I felt so out of touch when I jumped on TikTok and I didn't know exactly what order to do things or, you know, how to get access to seeing what your reach and viewership is, which is a recent thing you posted and, like, helpful things that not only other people can, you know, do influencer stuff with but also the business people who need to understand, like, how do I report on this or just have a basic understanding to pitch it to my clients, right? Yeah, see, um, a lot of people uh, on LinkedIn, they don't really know what TikTok is or how to use it. So I want to use my group mm. as like a way to like teach all these brands how to use the app and how they can like promote their brands on TikTok because TikTok is like, this is just the beginning for it. Like it's like just started and brands are starting to realize like TikTok is actually going to be really good for like promoting them. And um, mm. I kind of want to teach them so that they can like really like get themselves out there and it'll also be helpful for me as well because I'm like yeah that's Jade like she teaches mm. me so yeah yeah you'll be the one they come back to right like if yeah. you're the one making that content and, and like as, as far as LinkedIn goes like it's promoting so much these new tech stuff and it's also promoting user generated content so you like you've seemed to build a, a pretty good following on LinkedIn for a platform that you've never heard of and also most people have never heard of what you're famous on right after you know how, I mean how long have you been using it for what, LinkedIn or TikTok? Yeah, LinkedIn, yeah. LinkedIn, I have only been using that since June. Yeah, wow, there you go. Yeah, and you said TikTok since Christmas, right? 2018? Yeah, since Christmas, but I never really properly started in February. Yeah, right. It's crazy, like, these, yeah, these social media trends, right, where you have been using something for, like, nine months, ten months, and then all of a sudden you're one of the biggest creators in the world and, you know, people are looking to you for the next trends now and they're looking to you for advice on how to grow yeah and just looking at the chat here as well just bringing in a few people we've got raymond in here jack jerry is saying hi to you as well jade we've got anthony farrah Tanil, and tim joyce are in here as well hey daniel great to see you again mate we've got to get in touch about this um league of legends comp you have coming up i need to double check the date i have to um i want to head along and, and have it have a chat to you but jade we talked um like a bit off camera as well before off recording about how you got famous on on TikTok and about how you know random it can be sometimes. So can you explain like what's the what's the first video you made that you picked up? So um, the first video I ever made that really like went viral. Um, it was just like a stupid little video that I thought would be pretty funny just for my own little entertainment. Um, I wanted to learn a new dance move and I thought, huh, let me just record this because why not? Um, mm. And I learned, I actually learned how to do the pin drop. It's a dance move, and it was kind of like it was. The video was just step by step of me going through and learning it, and um, that video got one point two million likes and um, oh, wow. over ten million views. Um, it's really funny with TikTok. You never know what's going to go viral. Um, you could make a video and put so much effort into it, and sometimes it'll go nowhere, or you'll do something really like oh, this is just a video I made in, like, five seconds and it can go viral. Like, it could just blow up. That's why you've got to, like, try mm. and post, like, more than once a day. 
same post like a few videos a day because sometimes you'll have that one video each day that could just go crazy. Yeah, interesting. I mean, do you find that um, TikTok more leans towards like selfie cam unedited kind of videos or do you think it leans more towards like highly produced professional ones or it just doesn't matter? Honestly, it, it really depends. Like TikTok is so random because it is, it's really weird because like I've posted videos that I've put like hardly any, any effort into and it's gone like really big, like crazy and people are always talking about it. And then I posted some videos where I spent hours working on it and it's like barely gone anywhere. Or sometimes it'll be the opposite way. Like it's it's really random. Yeah, right. It does. I mean, it's the it's the word you said a lot, right? And it, it does seem super random. Like scrolling through my four year page as well is just um just like a massive mix of sometimes you see a little bit of people like Gary V who are giving business advice. Mostly you just see, you know, hilarious sounds and people just miming to it. And, and also like a whole lot of dance trends and stuff. And like to me, it seems that TikTok is really built off trends and looking at like a lot of your videos as well. Is that the best way or one of the best ways to get picked up by the algorithm and, and pushed out to people? Yeah, definitely. Uh, by using like the trending sounds and the trending hashtags, I feel like TikTok definitely puts you out there more because like um, the trending sounds, like people want to see that and those are the ones that get more popular. So TikTok mm. will definitely push you out more there. Like, if you're using like the trending sounds and uh, hashtags. And one of the main ones you see is the hashtag for you. Is that more likely to get promoted on the for you page or is it just a hashtag that everybody uses? Um, see, I actually don't know about that one. I use the hashtag for you a lot because like everybody just likes to think that. I think mm. maybe it does work, but I don't know because everybody uses it. Like, Yeah, know. well, it's, it's like a good placebo. <laughs> yeah, I definitely use it just in case though. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, awesome. We just got a few more people joining as well. Maria, great to see you in here. Lachlan Wall back again. Peter Roybal, Jessica Tedesco. Anthony Farrow was asking you about the upload frequency, but you already answered that, which is awesome. And uh, and Herb May as well, who's uh, been on a lot of live streams to mine. He's having a red hot go of TikTok, but unfortunately he um, he has about 1.1 followers, <laughs> not about 1.1 million. So I think he's tuning in right now. He's currently moving across the state, but yeah, he'll be trying to get some. He'll be trying to get some tips from you. So, the, I mean, one of the other major things I want to talk about with you is you've come up so quickly. It's been nine or ten months. Um, management. How does how does that work in TikTok? Is is there like one management agency that's the biggest in TikTok? Is there any specific ones that you're looking at? And who are you using right now to kind of filter brand deals and yeah, and people trying to push you things? See, with uh, management and stuff, I've got my stepdad. He's kind of like the main person right now that's helping me. Um, I do have somebody that's based in LA. He kind of just gets me like some jobs like outside of TikTok, like music. Um, so he'll like message me and be like, hey, this person wants you to do a video to their song um, and they'll give you however much. Um, but with TikTok, you just like, if you're a creator, you just got to kind of like find somebody that's going to like help you the best um, mm. where you want to get with your goals and stuff. Um yeah, uh, I've had quite a few people reach out to me, but right now I've got my stepdad with me. Um, but people are still learning about it, um, for sure, yeah. Yeah, and it's always hard to find like the right person, right? You don't want to be... There's always that cliche thing of like a band hits the big time and they sign with a crappy manager that doesn't look after them properly or takes a massive cut, and it's it's hard for you because you're so new to this like, and you haven't been exposed to this kind of world before it's like who do you know who to trust and you know how can you build that and i can i can empathize with that for sure sitting on the other side as you know working with some people as a manager is i think and this goes for anyone who's watching right now who you know is looking to manage people is just build the trust first and then kind of approach them with something after it's just like anything in business really you don't want to you know you don't want to get married on the first date and you don't want to hit them straight away with a proposal of management like just send them a brand deal or two first um, they can see that you can work with them. They can see that, A, the creator is actually good and can actually report and do the things on time. You can see that the manager, do they pay on time? Are they friendly? Are they replying to questions? Are they open and honest? You know, I've had times before where when I was a brand and I, I sponsored a um, creator called Oasis, she was an Overwatch streamer. And, you know, she'd never written an invoice before and she'd never signed a contract before. And, and, um, you know, I've had other ones I've worked with that have never had Australian business numbers. So I've got on a call with them and screen shared and gone, hey, this is how you do an invoice. You know, this is how you apply for things. And, 
you know, it's it's all the fun I think of this industry because it's all new, right? Like, I would yeah. I would hate personally I would hate to have a desk job where you know someone tells you what to do and I'm just doing data entry or something. At least like people like you, for, you know, getting to work with you, you're 18 years old on the other side of the world and you've got 1.1 million followers on TikTok. It's ridiculous. It's awesome. Yeah. Plus, with management too, um, a lot of people don't really know how TikTok works, so it's really hard to find mm. a manager that could really help you with TikTok. So that's why I'm mainly working with my stepdad because we're kind of like learning together. Mm. Um, and he's he's really, he really knows about the app as well because he's as addicted to it as I am. Like He's always on the app, like, trying to figure out new ways, whereas my manager, he's a really, really busy man. So, like, he doesn't really, like, he can't really look into, like, TikTok as much as my stepdad can. So, yeah. yeah. It's, like, all about, like, learning about the app as well. Like, Yeah, I think that's a good point. Like, one of the biggest influencer agencies and, and brands in the world is based here in Australia called The Click Crew. And one of their main founders was Muzelk, who at the time had 2 million subscribers on YouTube and, you know, a bunch of followers on Twitter and Instagram, et cetera, and, and was a, you know, world, world-renowned world Overwatch player and, and now he's into Fortnite and exploded to be like 5 million and much bigger. And it was the same thing. Like, you know, a lot of the creators wanted to sign with him because they trusted him. They knew that he named Elliot. They knew that Elliot knew how to make good videos. He knew how to deal with brands. He'd done that in the past before. And then it made sense for him to go into a management role. I mean, we see that. Like for the people watching, I do a lot of work in, in esports, obviously, and um, some of the teams I like to work with as well are exactly the same. Like um, Mind Freak here in Australia, the, the guy who owns and runs that won 13 national Call of Duty tournaments. So it makes sense that the players would trust him because he understands what they go through as a player. And similar yeah. with Kanga Esports here in Australia as well, Hayden was in the third best Paladins team in the world and he was their captain and their coach and and remains their coach. So it makes sense that they're able to trust them because they know what you go through day to day. And, I mean, it must be pretty grueling sometimes. You said you're trying to upload, like, at least two videos a day? Yeah, well, it, it kind of depends. Sometimes I will post, like, three videos a day. Sometimes I'll post even five. Yeah, wow. Um, it just kind of depends. Sometimes, like, I, I always try to get content, content out every day because mm. um, it just kind of builds up and... You got to get like keep people's attention, um, but yeah, definitely try and post like more than once a day. Yeah, and I guess you're dancing a lot. It keeps you pretty fit, right? <laughs> if you're doing three to five per day. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, jeez. Yeah, that'd be pretty. That'd be pretty crazy. I hope you get enough water. That's for sure. I got a I got a question here for you from um, Andrew Walton, who's super influential in the um, sporting space, especially around cricket across India and Australia and other countries, and he's saying. Or he's asking, who do you think has a good handle on being original on TikTok? Is there any creator that you look to to set the trends and, and things like that? Honestly, that is another random thing. Um, it's, it it's kind of depends. Like, if you do something, you've got, kind of got to be like really fun with it. Um, mm-hmm. Use an audio that's also really like people will like. Um, sometimes audios can trend and it's like the worst song ever, but like, if you do something to that sound that really works and it seems like really enjoyable, people will start following it. Like there are mm. some really random things that have trended. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's really random. Yeah. Yeah. And we're going back to that. Like <laughs> we're going yeah. back to that thing again, right? Like, yeah. And it's, and it's new and it's an algorithm, right? It's a big yeah, beastly yeah. machine that people are always guessing and, I've got some friends who are who are super like woo woo about that with um YouTube. One of my mates who we actually manage, um, he'll always come to me and be like, "I think I've figured out the YouTube algorithm. I think this is. I have to make my thumbnail like this." And it's crazy. He sounds like it's like some kind of psychotic guy when he calls me up and says, "All right, I think this is what the title has to have three exclamation marks in it, and that's going to make me go viral." <laughs> so, are you are you looking at at these kind of things all the time? Are you just trying to create content? Like, what do you decide to focus on? Because there's so much here happening, you just want out. Uh, what I try to focus on is just having fun and being myself because the more genuine you are, people are drawn to that. Um, mm. So I'm just trying to, like, have fun, be myself, and people can see that. Like, kind of, like, vibe off of your energy. So, yeah, definitely, like, being genuine. Like, that's what I'm trying to do, just being me and people. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. So how do you how do you interact with your fans? Do you do live streams? Do you plan on doing meetups or anything in the future? Like how do you make them feel like they're part of your community when they're following you? 
See, I try to live stream every day on TikTok. Um, uh, sometimes I do miss a day, but I make up for that by going live twice a day. Yeah, um, well. Uh, I always try and like interact with my fans. I reply to their comments. Um, I have done a meetup before. I did my first ever meet and greet um, quite recently. Uh, I didn't expect too many people to come. I only expected like maybe like, 40 people to come, but in came over 2,000 people and it was insane. It was like the most yeah. amazing thing ever. But I always, always, always try and interact with my fans. Like I'm always replying to my messages. Mm -hmm. Always replying to comments. I'll go live. Um, I, I want my fans to feel the love that they give to me. So I always try. Yeah, to that's awesome. I guess like from a business standpoint, it's always um, really important and hard to find the influences that can convert. Like a lot of people have a lot of followers, but their fans don't really care about them as much or um, they might click things online but not turn up in person. But if you're able to do a, a singular meetup, you know, just in one country and you get 2,000 people turning up, that's that's amazing. That's that's actually ridiculous that you can get that many people because it shows, if nothing else, it shows to brands, right? Imagine if you, I mean, a very basic brand activation is you go to a, a footlocker store, um, you know, on behalf of them and, and another brand like Vans, who you said before that you love, and then you can bring 2,000 people in there, run a, spe a Jade Vincent special where you're signing Vans shoes they buy. Like, that's amazing right there. That's that's a fantastic yeah. revenue stream for you, but also for the for the brand to come in. Where Whereabouts in the world are you based? Uh, I am in Canada. Yeah, what like what kind of meetup did you do? Was it just a meetup at a park or at a, at a restaurant? Or? Uh, I actually did the meet and greet in a mall, um, and Starbucks actually loves me for that because I did it right out <laughs> of Starbucks, and everybody yeah. was just offering Starbucks, and they came out, they gave us drinks and stuff, so... Yeah, that's that's fantastic. Hopefully, you got free coffee for life now. <laughs> yeah, or yeah, you made them about a lifetime with with a profit on meetups. That's awesome. Got another question here. Another question, sorry, from Anthony Farah, who I know posts a lot of content um, as well as on YouTube, and he's asking um, in terms of the covers for your videos, how do you go about selecting the right one? Um, so you can select your covers on TikTok, and I try to do um like the funniest dance or something. Because uh, you can't, like, upload a cover for your video. It has to be from the video. Like, you can select it. Mm. But, um, I try and do something that's, like, the best move that I do in my dance video or, like, something that just looks funny. So yeah, that, okay. When they go onto your page, they'll see that first and they'll want to click on it. So. Yeah, and it's pretty similar to youtube right obviously you can upload a thumbnail for youtube but you see all the time it's the most shocked expression it's people look excited it's like bursting with colors and it really makes people want to click on it or it really makes people i guess not want to scroll past it if you're on tiktok can can you tell on tiktok how many people are coming to you through the for you page versus how many people are coming after clicking on your profile and looking at videos uh you can see that through your analytics yeah definitely. yeah and like, where is a lot of your following coming from? Are they are they people from outside, or are they your one point one million followers? What's do you know roughly what the percentage of the mix is? Uh, it does tell you um, on your video um, if you click on your analytics from each video, it tells you. Uh, most of my followers come from the for you page, but um, yeah, I do get quite a few of my followers coming to my page to kind of check my videos. Hmm. And like, how important is collaboration for you? Do you do lots of things with other influencers on the platform? Do you find that, and do you find that that works really well for you as well? Yeah, I love collabing with people because not only is it like fun for me because I'm I'm getting to collab with the, these other creators, but it's really beneficial for me and the other creator because um, once you collaborate um, with another creator, you're on that page and they're on your page, which opens you up to their followers too. Say. Mm. So I do dance. Uh, say I collab with somebody that's an artist. Their followers don't really like. They they may not know me because they're following this person who's an artist, and they may think, "Oh, this person's a dancer. I like that. Let me follow that person too." So it's really like fun to collaborate with people that may not even do the same content as you as well. So yeah, um, yeah, that's really good. Yeah, that's really good. I'm learning so much <laughs> as other people in the chat. I'm getting messages as well. Herb May just sent me a message on on WhatsApp. Saying that he's boarding his flight, but it's awesome. He doesn't want to miss it. So hopefully, he, uh, hopefully, Herb, you can get off to New York City for your new job, mate. Don't miss it just for one live stream. <laughs> we got, we got so many more questions rolling in, Jade. You are the absolute expert today. This is awesome. <laughs> so Zeb Smith is asking, um, 
and actually this is this this goes into what we talked about anyway. So let's let's talk about um, sponsored sponsored TikToks and especially ones that you've seen that you think have been really good. Has there been any special brand campaigns that you've liked? Um, I I love doing um, uh, work with music artists um, because I'm a dancer, so doing dances to songs is like it's what I do. Um, mm. So I I definitely love doing um, work with um, music artists, but I have seen quite a lot uh, on my for you page, like Chipotle. They do fun challenges. Uh, mm-hmm. like the lid, the lid flip. They did the dance to the guacamole song. Um, yeah, if if you're like a if you're like a business on TikTok, try and like do challenges because um, people people on TikTok love a good challenge. And that's what trends a lot. The challenges. So yeah, mm. if you're like a business trying to like promote your um, your brand or whatever, try and do challenges for sure. Yeah, I think that's a really important one, right? Because it's it's something that started on um, it started probably with the makeup community on YouTube. You see this all the time. You know, they're always doing the hundred layers of challenge. I mean, my girlfriend was actually watching one of those last night. Jenna Marbles doing you know a hundred layers of everything, or foundation, of tan, of eyelashes. It, it becomes ridiculous, and you see you know all the other creators follow suit as well. All of the largest channels, and then why you know why not start that as a brand? Why not pay? an influential person like yourself on the on the platform to do the first one to help to start the trend um and then yeah if, if everybody else is doing the chipotle you know the chipotle challenge or something like that then um yeah it's going to get you some good some good engagement some good following right definitely so some of the discussion we had as well before we went live was about i guess protecting yourself against the algorithm like one of the main issues with a lot of the, the talent that we manage and some of my friends um, they got hit by what they call the YouTube apocalypse, where YouTube decided that a whole bunch of content wasn't friendly for brands, whether it wasn't uh, as PC as other ones or was a little bit edgy or, or uncool for their advertising audience. So they got their revenue just absolutely slashed. You know, I've got some friends that have made like $10 off 1.25 million views on a video, for example. And that's really, you know, been, been bad for them. So, you know, I've had a lot of discussions with them about how you can own your fans and own your audience, move them off platforms or make sure you have a lot of following on you know facebook and instagram and twitter and, and youtube and that kind of stuff so for you who's someone that's come up so quick so fast you know what are your thoughts about that and, and are you focused on moving um kind of your fans around to different platforms oh yeah um see i i haven't really promoted my other um platforms on tiktok yeah um i usually do videos like i'll do like uh, if i make a youtube video um i'll kind of shorten it down to 15 seconds or to a minute put it on tiktok but i'll do like the most fun parts of it um and i'll try and like promote it on there but um yeah i haven't really done that too much but people kind of just find you everywhere else really yeah and for like for anyone watching as well it's a it's a really interesting thinking exercise I've been going through a lot. We're based out of Playside Studios here in, in Melbourne who are a 55-person app and games development studio, and they do a lot of apps for influencers for the same kind of stuff because when you're posting on TikTok or when you're posting on Instagram, you're not getting paid through ad revenue to post at all. You know They're making money off serving ads between your videos or between your posts or, or on top of your stuff, whereas you are at least on, on, um, on Twitch and Instagram, oh, sorry, Twitch and, and YouTube. So a lot of the creators now are coming to me and, and coming to Jerry at Playside and saying, how can I secure my future? How can I use these 2,000 rabid fans that will rock up you know, off a once-off meetup and these millions of people that watch my videos every day? How can I engage with them directly rather than just relying on TikTok? Because for me personally, I'm going through something similar. The YouTube algor- the LinkedIn algorithm is promoting me. It's promoting esports and custom content, which is great. You know, I'm trending two to three times a week. But the question always is, what happens if and when I fall out of the algorithm? What happens when TikTok says, hey, Jade isn't making the videos that we're interested in anymore, even if her fans like it and we want to, you know, kick her out of the algorithm? So is that is that something that you've been thinking about at all? It's a bit it's a bit doomsday, I think. But yeah, I think it's I, I honestly think it's very important for someone like you to think about. Yeah, I do think about that quite a lot, actually. I was thinking about it last night. Um I was like really worried about it, like because nobody really knows the TikTok algorithm really. It's a, mm. TikTok is such a mysterious thing, like. Um, but this is this is one of the reasons why I did join LinkedIn because um, I thought maybe I could expose myself a little bit more here. Uh, this could help me. 
and I could also like help others as well. But um, yeah, I'm really starting to like push my other platforms as well now, just because mm. if TikTok kind of goes downhill, I don't want to fall with it. Um, I want to, I want to stay where I am, and I want to help others. So I'm trying to push myself everywhere else as well. Yeah, I just think it's super important, you know, owning your audience versus something else. And if you can, you know, continue to do these meetups like you are with these people, there's obviously a bunch of people that follow you for you. They follow you because yeah. you're awesome, not just because of the app. And that's that's really special for influencers because, like we said, there's there's so many that, you know, people will follow on Instagram just because they look good or they did something funny years ago. You see so many YouTubers with even up to a million subscribers that don't have real fans anymore they're getting five to twenty thousand views per video and I've, I've worked with a few that are like that and i guess while you're on the up even though it's it's exciting and you're really busy it's like the best time to think about it you know do i start thinking about making an app do i make my own merch company you know even someone like jeffrey star who's, who's very smart made a merch company that makes the merch for all the other youtubers so it's perfect because then he just uses his influence to get other people to list merch through his clothing company and yeah, I bought a Roy Purdy shirt and it came from his factory. So, yeah, there's so many exciting ways you can do things. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. So I guess um, one of the things that we talked about too is how do you deal with being across so many platforms? Did you get fatigued? Because you're posting, you said you're going live one to two times a day on TikTok. You're producing YouTube videos, you're doing Instagram posts, and you're also producing um, informative articles on LinkedIn as well, teaching people how to do stuff. I mean, how do you keep up? Do you sleep? <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I do have a lot of help from my parents. They they really mm-hmm. like, kind of keep me on track. Um, awesome. It is, it is really exhausting sometimes, but I love doing this. So mm. um, I, I have that passion. Like, I, I love this so much. Like, this is what I want to be doing. So uh, I work my butt off to get there. And it, it is pretty exhausting, but I have the support from my parents. I have the help from them. So... It really makes it easier. Um, but yeah, it's very tiring. <laughs> yeah, yeah, very true. I mean, you don't get many parents that are that supportive, right? Like, I, you know, I come from gaming and esports, and, you know, my mum used to yell at me to get off the computer, never make money in the industry. And now I run a company and, you know, was a pro gamer. And similar with you, right? Like, I'm sure your, your parents are always like, you know, get off Instagram. What are you, what are you doing on the, you know, on the Facebook, et cetera? And now it's like, you know, you're one of the largest creators in the world on a, on a brand new awesome platform. Yeah, see, when I first started TikTok, um, my parents did not understand it at all. Um, because it's like, it's very repetitive. Like, you hear the same audios over and over and over again because we're friends. Yeah. When you're in the app, you understand it. You're glued to it. Whereas my parents, they did not understand it at all. And they would be like, Jay, get off of that stupid app. Like, it's annoying. They would be on my back about it all the time. Yeah. So, on it too so it'd be two of us on the same app like listening to the same songs over and over <laughs> and once my parents like once I started growing um, I started showing my parents and like look I'm actually getting followers because of this like this isn't annoying like this is fun and then my parents got mm. like, they were, no I have to tell them to go off the app because they're like <laughs> <laughs> there's only so many times you can listen to spooky scary skeleton before you start going insane <laughs> yeah it kind of drives me insane now <laughs> I'd hate to think about how many times. I mean, for for a lot of your videos, like how many takes do you have to do to, to get them right? See, because I'm a dancer, um, I've been dancing for years. It's I've been dancing since I was four years old. So mm. um, to learn the dance, it took me like, I watched the video like twice, tried it once, and then I already had it. So to do my dance videos, it does take me really far. Like it doesn't take me long to do it at all. But like mm. when I'm thinking of like my... Because I do a few comedy videos too. When I'm like doing those, sometimes it does take me a while to get right. But um, yeah, it, it depends what type of video you do. So where do you, where do TikTok people hang out? Do you have a, a clique of other creators who you're sharing ideas with that you collab with? You know, do do you guys hang out in Discord? Do you have you know WhatsApp chats? Like, where do you talk? Um, well, some of my friends I do talk on Discord with. Um, we talk on there quite a lot. Um, but mainly it's like. Uh, FaceTime group chats or Instagram group chats. It's mainly Instagram, but mm. uh, we kind of talk on everything else. Like I have my little groups because not everybody on TikTok is like friends. So like we have our little like mm. babies and stuff. So yeah, 
And what's the like? What's the general vibe like between creators? Are people really trying to help each other? Are people sharing info? Or are they just busy making content? See, some people are different. Um, I have a group chat, and we're really supportive of each other. We're all like uh, in this like particular group chat. We send our videos in before we post it. Like, yo, does this look good? Is there anything I can do? Mm. But some people, they can be pretty uh, spiteful and they can tell you that the video is good when it's actually really trash. Oh, okay. Or they'll steal your idea. So you've got to be really careful with some creators. Yeah, interesting. And mm-hmm. like like talking about like ideas versus trends, when, when do you decide to try to set a trend yourself? And when do you just keep following the trends that are, that are important? See, trends are always that. Um, you will always follow trends and stuff, but... You have to be, like, you have, it's really hard to set a trend sometimes. Uh, mm. Sometimes it's something that you, you can never even imagine to be a trend. Like, um, but I've, I've set some trends in the past. Um, and I never even imagined that to go as a trend. It was just a dance that I did that I thought was really fun. Mm. Um, Do you have an example? Can you tell us one of them? Uh, yeah, I did a dance. It, it, it was just like footwork. Um, it was like a really fun, happy dance. Um, and the song was called Dance. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if you've heard it, it's D-A-N-C-E. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I literally just did a dance to that. And next thing you know, that video blows up. Uh, I'm the number one video on that sound. Um, and hundreds of people. It's, I started this dance like around March. And it's people are still doing that dance to this day. Like, Yeah, wow. It's it's funny, you know, when I guess some things move so quickly in this world and some things move so slowly, right? Like, you know, 10 months in, you're at 1.1 million followers, yet, um, you know, six months ago, you set a trend and people are still banging on about it, which is great, which is good to see. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So how, like, was it easy for you to decide how to set, how to set your identity on TikTok? Like, do you think that you'll stay as a dancer on TikTok forever? Do you think that maybe you'll start? I know Twitch streaming. Do you play any games? You know, what are you what are you thinking about your future, or are you just stuck right now and just churning out this content as much as you can? Yeah, I think I will forever be a dancer, like, being a dancer, mm-hmm. um, because my username is Jade Can Dance, and uh, people know me by that name. Um, and dancing is something I will never lose my love for. Like I've been doing it since such a young age. Um, but I, I do other things on the side, like I do my little comedy videos. Um, I do play games myself, so um, a lot of my followers are gamers. So maybe in the future I may even think of doing some gaming videos. But um, yeah, I, I like to throw out some random content. Uh, mm-hmm. with my other talents, like I do post some singing videos too, but my theme will always be dance. I will always post dance videos like every day. Sometimes I'll just throw some random things out as well. Yeah, awesome. Uh, that sounds yeah. It sounds like you got a pretty good. I mean, for an eighteen-year-old, you sound like you got a pretty good handle on things. When I was eighteen, I definitely didn't uh, think that far into the future. And <laughs> uh, yeah, a lot of my you know cousins and stuff who are around that age as well, they're certainly not thinking more about alcohol choices. I think that they are about about what they're doing on TikTok to grow their brand and their audience and, and set their identity to the future. So that's that's really cool to see. That's really yeah. cool. And uh, yeah, Jack Jerry is, is saying here that he joined on that trend thanks to you, the trend that you set. So that's awesome. Yeah, and then and uh, Greg Oakford also asked a question here, and this, and this might be your forte, but because it's a bit on the other side of the coin, but he's asking, do you know what the TikTok ad product is like at the moment? Do you know what the, the platform is like to, to actually advertise on as a company? Have you gone across that at all? I don't really know much about that, no. Yeah, that's all right. No worries at all. So if we're following you across um, TikTok and LinkedIn, et cetera, what kind of content can we expect to see on each platform? Can you lay it out to me? Like as in YouTube equals this, you know, LinkedIn equals tutorials, TikTok equals dance. Can you lay it out as even just one word? Um, see, I with my content on each platform, I try and have it like linked. Mm-hmm. So everything's kind of like, set to what um that app is but like it's all linked so with my tiktok i will post a video of me dancing uh Mm -hmm. say i do a video um at the beach of me dancing i will then take pictures that same like straight after my dance 
um, for my Instagram. And then when I get home, um, I will then do a tutorial for my YouTube on that dance that I posted so that people can join me. And hopefully that's how I try and start my trends because I will do my tutorials so people learn that dance. So, um, and mm-hmm. before we're done, it's me trying to teach um, brands uh, how to use the app and how they can promote their uh, products and their business and stuff like that. Yeah, and I think that's super important for anyone watching and for me too to understand exactly what content goes on each platform and, you know, mentoring people in the gaming space, especially teaching them that, you know, this is the type of content that will resonate well on Facebook. This is the type of content that resonates well on Twitter and LinkedIn and YouTube and the way that things change over time, right? Because LinkedIn, um, when I started using it maybe four years ago or so, was really about uh, just adding people that you've worked with in the past and that's it. Whereas now it's a really business prospecting tool where I do a lot of cold outreach on LinkedIn. And, you know, and now because of my content I create, I get a lot of inbounds on LinkedIn. You know, my investment, that was an inbound into my company. Um, my first few clients over $5,000, my first three clients over $5,000 contracts, that was all inbounds on LinkedIn as well. And a lot of that is for me just spam adding everyone. Like whenever you accept people on LinkedIn, it comes up with a suggested about 12 people. So every morning when I would get up, get on my PC, I would ex- I would look at the people who'd accepted me. I'd message them if I think they were someone that I'd like to target to reach out to. And then I would add all 12 recommended people and just rinse and repeat every single day. And now I'm sitting at, you know, 12,000 connections or, you know, something like that. Um, because, you know, I'm just adding these people and then it creates that natural reach. And then if you're able to be enterprising like you are, Jade, and, and really set yourself up to go viral, and then you've, you've got a really good chance. Cause it sounds, I mean, it, it makes perfect sense that formula that you were saying is that you post on Instagram because people are looking at it and they can say, Oh, Jade's done something new. That's, that's cool. They go to your YouTube and say, okay, Jade's teach me how to do the spooky, scary skeleton dance. And then they go to your TikTok, they see you do it and then they can replicate that. And then it feeds back to you, back to you as well. So it's a good, you've built a good ecosystem. Yeah. Yeah. It's got some messages here as well from a couple of people. So Raymond just wanted to double check on something that, that you would know as well. So he says, from what I understand with TikTok, you can use copyrighted music that's offered in the app to use in a post without it getting removed where other platforms remove content. So, you know, it was um, the 21st night of September the other day. So I uploaded that to Facebook, the videos as a bit of a meme and, and um, Instagram got auto taken down. Um, but on TikTok, you can obviously use songs like, you know, Old Town Road that got made famous a lot, a lot in part because of TikTok, right? Yeah, definitely. See, TikTok just puts out sounds um, for you to use. Like, it doesn't matter if it's copyrighted or not because it's on the app already. Like, TikTok has provided that for you. So, yeah. Mm. And how do you how do you find these trends physically, like through the app? Are you looking at your own for you page and your own followers? Are you following certain people that you think are going to set the next trends? Do you get on them early? Like, how does that work? So I find most of the trends on the for you page, um, but I try and like go through the for you page and through my following like an equal amount. Like I kind of swap through the two. Mm-hmm. And when I see a trend starting or see something that I think could start trending, I will hop on it as soon as I can. Because like the earlier you're on it, the more you're gonna like people like oh I saw that from these people first like mm. so yeah it definitely brings a lot more attention to you as well so I definitely try to hop on the trends as early as I can yeah so one other thing we talked about too was about going live on TikTok so you said you do it you know one two times a day um, how how does that work from a running standpoint of things like it sound from from your explanation it sounds very similar to Twitch. People can donate to you. People can follow you. You can talk and reply to people. And I and because TikTok's on mobile, I assume it's kind of like selfie cam through a mobile. So can you run me through how a TikTok live stream works for you and how you integrate that with your audience? Okay, so TikTok live stream, you have to have um, a minimum of a thousand followers to go live on TikTok. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, basically, you set a title that's going to really attract people, um, and you kind of use the gifts as a way to like attract people as well like um in my title i will say like because the gifts have little names and the gifts are um points as well like um the -hmm. points kind of turn into money so the more the points the more money uh the drama queen is the most expensive one and um 
those are the ones that you kind of want. So when you're live, you will be talking to your fans. But in the title, I always set like an I'm very rich for like a follow. Like if they give you like an I'm very rich, you give them a follow back. Or it's kind of a way to like, they get excited over that kind of stuff too. And you play games with your fans. They get like way more excited over that because you're getting like, you're noticing your fans as well. But um, just mm. talking to them, they're, they're more happy just talking to you and catching your attention through these gifts. So they will give you money um, and you will play games with them and stuff. Like that's pretty much how the live stream works. And besides you, who do you look to on TikTok? Is there is there one or two creators that are really like leading it across the globe right now that are doing lots of brand engagements flying around the world, have multi-millions of, have multi-millions of, of followers? See, one of the creators that I like the most is The Ben Tips. He is actually, he's an orthodentist, like an orthodontist. Yeah, orthodontist. Yeah. yeah, he's an orthodontist. Um, and he is pushing his, um, his business on TikTok. Mm. Um, he wears his scrubs um, in all of his videos. Um, he'll do some videos where he's not wearing the scrubs too. He's he's a really good friend of mine as well. Uh, he's always out traveling. But he, everything he does, like he went to VidCon and he was wearing his scrubs. He's he's honestly amazing. And he does all the trend dances. Everybody loves the Bentis. Like people, I see kids walking around. And it's not even his match. It's just a shirt that they got from him. And it's just an orthodontist shirt. Yeah, right. It's a shirt from his, like, where he yeah, from his, yeah, 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 from his shirt. It's really cool to see that. Like, and he's out traveling, doing all these really amazing things, working with other brands and other creators. And he's just an orthodontist. And he does cool dances and cool videos on TikTok. Yeah, wow. So, so for you, fast forward, let's say, two years' time, you know, where do you where do you see yourself putting in a lot of effort and, and where do you see kind of like the Jade Vincent Empire sitting in that stage? I see myself traveling around the world being an influencer and inspiring people. Um and I also see myself like really helping businesses grow um through TikTok and like really like teaching people how um they can promote their businesses on the app. Mm. Um, I just I just want to inspire people and um really help uh, lead people and to get where they want to be, like to reach their goals and stuff. Yeah, fantastic. It's got a, a bunch more comments are coming through as well. We're just about to hit fifty concurrence, which is our peak. So that's awesome. It's good to see. Uh, good to see everybody coming along to see Jake. Can you can you give me? I guess because we've been going for a while now. Can can you give me a quick rundown of some of your numbers? Like for for the businesses who are watching right now, um, they might say, okay, one point one million followers. That's that's kind of interesting. Sure. But can you tell them kind of how many people might see each one of your videos or how many views do you get per month? How many live viewers do you get in your live streams, for example? So in my live streams, it ranges from what time is because most of my followers are from the US. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll try and go uh, live on the weekend in the morning for my followers in the UK to see. Um, but it really depends for live streams. I get around 100 to nearly 1,000 uh, viewers. Mm-hmm. Um, depending on the time. Uh, for my videos on TikTok, I get over 100,000 views easy. Um, but in the last 20 days, I've had over 58,000 views. Oh, 58 million views, sorry. Yeah, wow. 28 um, days. 28 days. Um, that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. And I think like, for those watching, a comparable size is probably someone like Laserbeam on YouTube, who's one of the biggest Fortnite creators in the world. And he gets about, I think he gets about 58 million per month, and he's got 5 million subscribers on YouTube and, you know, a million on, on Instagram and Twitter, et cetera, and, and things like that too. So it's crazy to see that with, with one-fifth of those followers or subscribers, you're able to get just as many hits on TikTok because people are just loving, people are just loving that content. <laughs> yeah. See, I, I try and engage with my supporters too. So they really like, if you like are more engaging with your followers, they will be more loyal to you and they always want to know what's going on in your life. So mm. yeah. so if so if someone's watching this stream and they don't, they're not a dancer, they and 
they're more interested in the business side of things, which is a lot of the people that are watching this, how can they create content on TikTok themselves? Like what would be interesting for you to see? See, that's that's really easy actually. Like I find that a lot of businesses are like really struggling on what they can post on uh what like content they can put out there on TikTok. Yeah, me too. <laughs> what you can do, like this is like the main thing that I tell people and that's just to reach into your inner child, like look at yourself like a few years ago, like when you were like my age or whatever, and think how were you when you were that age? Like go on TikTok. See what content the kids are putting out there, um, and kind of get like a hold, of, like see what like us kids are like and how. Try and keep your content like as jokey as possible, like, and something that will relate to your business. Like, say, um, you sell perfume or something. Um, try and do something that could be really funny with that. Like, funny content is like the best thing. Like, say you're uh, you make perfume or something like you could do a video like find a funny audio and you could do like a like a funny video like saying oh this person like stinks or whatever like you could be like two characters like you know just funny mm. one time will really like push you out that like mm. and is is that where you is that where you start from let's say that you're starting from zero followers do you just start posting two three videos a day and see what sticks and, and try to find from there or are you always yeah is there, is there a particular best way to start yeah, just start by posting funny original content. Yeah, you just go straight and jump into the deep end, you know? Mm. Um, you will start to be seen. Like, try and follow the trends too. Like, if you're tra- like following the trend, it doesn't have to be the exact same as what everybody else is doing. Like, you take that trend and you make it your own. But I do that quite a lot because I will see trends going around and I'm a dancer, so I try and, like, mix the two together like i would take that trend mm. but i would also make it dancey for me to work with it mm. so like you can do that with your businesses too for sure like yeah always mm. following the trend like the trends really helps and you can even like when you're like are ready to post a video you click on that hashtag sign and it will like bring up like the trending hashtags use those hashtags even if it doesn't even relate to the video because tiktok will see oh they use the video like the hashtag let me Push them out though, like, even if those mm. like hashtags don't relate to video, just, just use them anyway. Get yourself in that in that beastly algorithm and yeah, watch it soar. Because I think what I find too is like so much when I'm just scrolling through, I'm just looking for engaging videos. I don't care exactly what it is. I don't care if it's dancing, if it's comedy, if it's miming, you know, if it's people following certain trends, whatever. I just I just want to be entertained, right? And that's yeah, exactly. yeah. yeah and I guess it's about understanding that. Yeah. Hmm. And it's about understanding that on every platform, right? Like, and, and I think you've got a good handle on that. You understand that on LinkedIn, people want to learn. So you're posting things on there, how to learn. People want to learn on YouTube, but in a different sense too. So you're posting tutorials. You know, if I'm ever looking to do a new dance myself, especially, you know, YouTube's the first thing I go to. So I guess it's about you as well thinking as a creator and as a brand from the outside, what is every platform for? And going back to like that question I asked you before, can you wrap it up into one word? And I guess like TikTok is fun. And, you know, LinkedIn is like business learn and, you know, YouTube is like fun learn. And if you can think about yourself in that way, you know, Twitter is like life update and Instagram is cool picture. And if you can think about it in that way, then you know exactly what type of content you can do. And, you know, if you're serving the same content like you do, you just slightly tweak it across every single platform and, uh, yeah, push it out for success. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, there's a few people commenting in the chat saying that... um. He said, if I, if I have to dance, I'm going out of business. <laughs> this yeah, guy has no rhythm. <laughs> it's, it's funny. Like, you don't even have to be the best dancer to set a trend. Like, most of the dances on TikTok are just with your arms. Like, yeah. just simple, like, you could just move side to side. Like, the trends, like, it's not all just dancing, though. Like, yeah. I've seen artists go viral or... Um, it's just kids love seeing adults being fun too. Like kids love adults. Like I always get my parents in my videos because they just love to see adults having fun. Because mm. like if they see an adult like doing some of the trending videos, which aren't all dancing, don't worry. Um, they could be like stupid things like challenges or whatever. But mm. kids will love to see that because they'll be like, wow, that adult is really cool. Like they know what they're doing. Like they they understand us. And 
they will follow you because they're like, wow, that adult is really down with this kid. Like they understand us. Like, yeah, I think that one of the easiest ones is that no, yep, one. I've seen so many people do that, and it doesn't yeah. take very much effort. You're literally just pointing around the screen, or just <laughs> or sometimes they're standing still, and you know, just to the beat of the music, and then you can just chuck the text on there. And for anyone looking, do you know, do you know what to search to get to that hashtag? I don't know. Sorry? Do you know what to search to, to find that Nope Yep song? I can't remember what it is, the audio for that. You could even just search Nope in the uh, sci-fi yeah, okay. the hashtag. Probably the first one that hits up. Yeah, yeah, and for those people watching, it's, it's literally just like Nope followed by Yep followed by Nope, and then people will just point to like a fact that comes up that just yeah. says, you know, things. And you could do that with the brand, you know, like are my products crap? And you go, nope. And like, am I based in Montreal? Yep. And things like, like, there you go. That's a straight thing for a brand. You can push your local mechanic shop or something like that. Exactly. Exactly. Mm. We're getting the brain juices flowing. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Awesome. And, uh, oh, thank you, Adam. He's joining in one of my live streams as well. Call me amazing. That's always good to read on a Monday morning, which can be tough. <laughs> so, where like what's what's one of your major roadblocks right now? Is there something that's really bugging you that you're trying to solve? Is it the management piece? Is it trying to educate new brands? Is it growth? Is it thinking about content? Like what's what's something that you're stuck on? Something that I'm stuck on. Um, I don't know actually. I'm trying to. What's really bugging me is I can't figure out the algorithm for TikTok. Um, yeah. Just so. I know I said this a lot, but it's just so random. Like nobody knows how it really works, like how mm. the algorithms work. Like it's such a mysterious thing. Like, like nobody understands it. But um, I, are there are there like partnership managers with TikTok? Are there people at the company that reach out to you and say, you know, hey, I'm from TikTok. This I'm going to help you grow your channel. Like, because the only brand I can really think that does that is Twitch TV. They've got partnership managers in every country. I've never had anything like that from TikTok, but I, I don't know if they do do that, but I haven't mm. had it myself, so I don't really know. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, and I guess, you know, the old standard of if anyone does reach out to you saying they're from TikTok, they're probably not. Yeah, <laughs> but you're probably going to get a few people now being like, hi, I'm Mr. TikTok, I'm uh, happy to meet you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right, Jade. So we, we, we've been going for almost an hour now, so I know you've got a lot of content to create. So for, for the people that are watching at the moment, uh, where can they follow you across each platform? What are your handles? So my TikTok is Jade Condance. My Instagram is Jade Vincent X. My YouTube is just Jade Vincent. And my Twitter, which I just started, is also Jade Condance. Fantastic. And I think one of the main things I really got out of the chat today is if you want to get into TikTok, li literally just copy what other people are doing. Yeah. And if you have to, make it look a little bit like your own flair. And yeah. Um, yeah, good luck because the algorithm can take you to soaring heights and you won't even know that it's coming. Yeah, it's, it, will just, it, it will just hit you one day. <laughs> yeah, fantastic. All right. Thanks so much for joining us today, Jade. And uh, I'm very so interested to see your TikTok live streams very soon. Thank you.